We've got plenty to cover today, including multiple very disturbing stories coming out of prestigious East Coast universities, which are almost certainly going to get this video demonetized. So any algorithmic boost that we might get from you preemptively liking this video, even though you don't yet know... You are know, not going to agree with it. You don't yet know whether you like it or not, but if you could just consider tapping that thumb, yeah, that would be very much appreciated. But before we get to the really bad stuff, uh -huh. let's start off with some good stuff. Let's start off with what has quickly become our weekly whale-watching segment. Though, to be clear, orcas, despite being known as killer whales, are not actually whales. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's why they're so mad at us. It's not my name, asshole. Uh, they are tired of us calling them killer whales when they aren't whales and have also never once killed a human being in the wild. Mm -hmm. Though, they certainly could if they wanted to. And the way things are escalating, well, who knows? I'll be spending this summer on land. Yeah, <laughs> please. Avoiding the sea. I don't want to be the first one. That's their territory. Yeah. But for now, the orcas, they're just messing with boats. Lots and lots of boats. How many boats, you ask? Well, here's Insider. Rui Alves launched a website last year, orcas.pt, that tracks orca encounters with boats, both sightings and attacks off the coast of Portugal and near the Strait of Gibraltar, located between Spain and Morocco. Orca incidents have been on the rise in the area in recent months and may continue to increase. There's already been an unusual number of boat attacks. According to Alves' map, there's been at least one killer whale encounter every single day in the area in June. The map shows 10 attacks since June 1st and an additional 12 orca sightings in the same time period. We are having one incident every day, on average, okay? There are days where we have two or three, Alvis said in an interview with PBS. On some days, there are multiple attacks. For example, on June 3rd, there were four identified orca attacks, and on June 8th, there were two. Things are heating up. Uh, that would be the oceans. And yes, that might be one of the root causes of all of this. That, yeah, actually. Uh -huh. So yeah, clearly this is wet orca summer that we are now entering with no signs of slowing down. And yeah, the maps on that website do a pretty great job of actually showing just how small the area where all of these attacks are taking place is. Just a few hundred square miles just west of the Strait of Gibraltar, with the orcas apparently having moved the battlefield slightly compared to last month, when most of the attacks were closer to the strait itself. Yeah, it's because they want to keep all the boaters on their toes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if we keep attacking the same spot, they will learn. And because they are smarter than humans, yeah. they know to preemptively move. And yeah, you look at this map and you're like, if you're in a boat, like, there's really nothing you can do. You're fucked. The orca triangle. You are in orca territory, yes. and... Um, it's really just, you're rolling the dice. Mm -hmm. And again, this is maybe just a dozen or so orcas responsible for all of these attacks, led by a now legendary orca named White Gladys, who had a bad run-in with a boat three years ago and had, has been on a quest for revenge ever since. Yeah. So, of course, this is all just a bizarre phenomenon isolated to one very tiny part of the ocean. Way over there. Or is it? Or is it? Because in the midst of White Gladys' war on yachts, this past week, unusual orca behavior was spotted on both the east and west coasts of these United States. Or at least, it's an unusual presence of orcas. An this, ominous presence. With, with just a, some real opportune timing here. Used to be you'd see an orca and be like, wow, I feel so lucky having this once-in-a-lifetime experience, seeing one of nature's finest creatures. Now, now it's a threat. Yeah, let's get the hell out of here. 
In Central California's Monterey Bay, they've apparently seen an unusually high amount of orca activity over the last few weeks, including 30 orcas who showed up last weekend for what we would describe as military exercises, demonstrating their strength and agility to the delight of boaters who seem to have failed to take this gesture as a threat. And it was definitely a threat. Uh-huh. Now, meanwhile, over off the coast of New England, researchers spotted not just a pod of orcas, which is highly unusual for the area, but also dozens of other whales and dolphins. Orcas are not known for getting along with whales or dolphins. So, and that's putting it lightly. This is, you rarely see solidarity like this in the sea. Uh, no, yeah, the whale is kind of a, sort of the lone wolf of the sea. It does not get along. It doesn't need any other species. So, mm -hmm. um, or, yeah. Orcas, they're apex predators. They eat whales. They eat dolphins, sharks, sea lions, you name it. But perhaps some sort of aquatic mammal truce is in the works. And if so, we are so fucked. Again, yeah. Simpsons did it. All the dolphins coming on shore and taking over. Yeah, it's a uh, strange times we're living in. But yeah, if, if these aquatic mammals can put their differences aside for the greater good, mm -hmm. uh, which is dealing with those land dwellers who have been poisoning their home for time immemorial. Heating um, up that sea. The hell are we going to do? Yeah. It's... If the sea level keeps rising, they will soon be in Miami, uh, Savannah. Yeah, they, Myrtle Beach. All of these, all the whales and other aquatic mammals, they started in the sea. They came to the land. They got sick of it. They went back to the sea. But, you know. I could see them coming they back. They could come back to land. Uh, it might take a few generations. But they, they got hands in those fins. Yeah. You see the skeletons? Like, that's a hand. Yeah, There's a is. thumb in there. They're going to wring your neck. You know who's not taking this seriously, though? The mayor of Amityville, New York. <laughs> oh, it's it's Fourth of July! No, Our come on, it's a wide open. <laughs> there is nothing to worry about. The Fourth of July is great for the community. Yeah, get the kids out Shut there up about on their, the orcas on their floaty devices. Just don't put a rudder on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So luckily, though, most of us don't spend a whole lot of time in the sea. Mm -hmm. We are very firmly on land, and a lot of us barely even leave the damn house. The boat from that movie is called Orca. Oh yeah. What were they trying to tell us? But yeah, most of us, we don't, we don't go in the ocean. We're pretty much just kind of home all day. We spend most of the day kind of just on the computer. <laughs> pretty safe. But yeah. that doesn't mean we are safe because uh, it's time once again for a topic that weirdly seems to come up once a year or so. Previously, we've seen several grotesque renderings of what the human body will look like in a few years if we don't change our ways. Here's Emma, the office worker of the future, who has been turned into a red-eyed, pale-skinned, hunchbacked freak from spending all day in the office. And here's Michael, the gamer of the future, who has been turned into a red-eyed, pale-skinned, hunchback freak from spending all day playing video games. And here's Susan, the remote worker of the future, who has turned into a red-eyed, pale-skinned, hunchback freak from spending all day working from home. Yeah, and as you might have noticed, there's a pretty serious drop-off in quality from Emma to Michael to Susan. These, the companies behind these freaks, they want the viral clicks, but they don't want to put in the work anymore. They know that it doesn't matter just put it out there. Nobody wants to make freaks anymore. In this sad, economy... Sad, Millennials have killed the freak. Yeah, they sure have. Well, it looks like the website furniturework.co.uk <laughs> saw Susan and thought, hey, that's a good idea to promote selling our chairs, but we could probably do a better job by hiring an actual CG artist and not some rando off Fiverr. So meet Anna. 
Anna is not looking so good. And it is all because... Anna's busted. It's because she decided to keep working from home instead of going back to the office like a good employee should. Wait, hold on. Emma already showed us that spending all day in the office is bad too. Well, ignore that. Yeah. Don't look at Emma, look at Anna. New science dropped. That's actually uh, the best case scenario. Actually, people that go to the office, they're fucking hot. They're all tens. Yeah, the office is good now. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You want to go back to the office, folks. Come on. If you don't, you're going to look like Anna. And Anna is hideous. Yeah. She Awful. Is just beaten to death with the ugly stick. Anna is disgusting. Anna is a mess. Oh, God. Anna. Gross. But okay, let's let's hear them out. What does furniturework.co.uk have to say for itself? Mm-hmm. I feel like we've heard this so many times before, but what do they have? So first off, they gave Anna a hunchback because using the computer in bed or on the couch is bad for your neck and back if you don't take regular breaks and do stretches, okay? They gave Anna claw hands because she spends all day holding cell phones and computer mice. She always on her phone. Mm -hmm. They gave her dead, lifeless eyes from staring at screens all day. And they made her fat and gave her swollen legs because she never leaves the house and barely even moves all day except to grab snacks from the cupboard. So yeah, I mean... All these things are certainly things to watch out for if you work from home. Uh, Sure, yes. It is kind of weird that once a year we get some new freak show rendering of what an ugly piece of shit the modern job market is turning everyone into. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nobody wants to work anymore. And also the ones who do want to work, they're morphing into disgusting freaks anyway. You're going to be a freak either way. You're fucked. So yeah, you just can't win. Yeah, despite, as we said the previous times, People doing office work for the past 40 or 50 years on computers, hunched over, or, I don't know, any job sitting at a desk. It's not new that people are doing desk. I mean, and and they're right. It's not healthy, but, like, the solution is that probably uh, 90% of desk jobs could work half the hours per week and get the same amount done. Yes. Uh, I would say (laughs) you're you're probably going to be a bit healthier working from home. Not sitting, like just the stress alone will give years back to your life. The sitting in traffic, the unnecessary conversations, the terrible lighting. Yeah. The, you, at your place, you can go outside. Yeah, you can you hang can, out with your dogs or cats. Yeah, you see your children every once in a while. Yeah, you're not spending so much money on lunch. You're, yeah. Your food's all right there. This is just fear mongering. I mean, it really is. That's all it comes down to, because this is the same rendering as the office. And they're losing, and they're getting desperate, clearly. Please go back to the office. You're going to be ugly as sin. Yeah. Um, Enjoy working at home, you fucking beat piece of shit. (laughs) uh, I I think you could probably just, uh, you know, make it a lot more simpler by saying people who literally do nothing but get in their car and then get out at the office and then get back in their car, and that's the only movement they do all day are probably not going to be the healthiest people. Right. Uh, regardless of whether a car is involved, uh, if you do that at home as well, it's yeah. not going to eat. But I feel like most people who work from home, just on account of not driving, they have like two extra hours in yeah, the day. Yeah, just take a walk around the block. Yeah, like... It'll do wonders. I don't think... I don't think nearly as many people working from home are uh, getting as sedentary as the people who are driving to work going to work, stay stay at work a couple hours, come home. They have way less time to actually exercise or do anything And then if you do everything right, but you get in a car accident, you better hope 
that you look like. What's his name? Gerald or something? Uh, Graham. Graham. Yeah, yes. the original, the blueprint, Graham, who yes. uh, has evolved to survive car yeah, crashes. Yeah, what if human beings evolved to survive car crashes? We're going to spend like what looks like a million dollars to solve this uh, very important question, and the results will disgust you. Uh, but yep. Graham is beautiful in an engineering perspective. This he is might like, be ugly as sin, but uh, he's going to live. This is the monkey's paw of eternal life. You live forever and get to see what humanity devolves into. Yeah. Jeez, look at all these ugly, ugly people around me. Born. But then again, you'd be like the king. Born too late to uh, not turn into a gargoyle. Born too soon to not be able to survive horrific car accidents. That's right. It's a weird little spot we've carved ourselves into. But speaking of freaks, it's now time for the part of the episode that is Definitely going to get us demonetized. Uh, we ask, what is going on in higher education on the East Coast? Uh, one college in, in particular, um, but many. Yeah. This whole time, everyone's been so concerned with universities being a little too woke that bestiality and black market body snatching has flown under the radar. And I guess we should get it out of the way. We should talk about the the bestiality first. You you've been this is disturbing. This is extremely messed up. Uh, it's a, a fair warning, folks. Uh, here's let's just read from the Huffington Post. This is not we are reading from new actual news coverage. Uh, yeah, this is not an but endorsement. Obviously. Brace yourself or, or skip to the next part. A Penn State University chemical engineering professor is accused of bestiality with his dog in acts caught on trail cameras. Themis Matsukas, 64, was charged Tuesday in Huntington County, Pennsylvania, with open lewdness, indecent exposure, sexual intercourse with an animal, cruelty to animals, and disorderly conduct, the Center Daily Times reported. He's been placed on leave by the university, where he has worked since 1991. Matsukas was identified by rangers who said they linked him to a North Face backpack and a Subaru Outback present in some of the footage from Rothrock State Forest, WTAJ reported. Not all Subaru owners. Disgusting. I'm talking about open, owning a Subaru. <laughs> no, this is fucking disgusting. Not all Subaru owners. Some is... Subaru owners actually treat their dogs really well. Actually. Elliot got a Subaru because he's a 50-year-old lesbian. That's right. Yeah. And I'm proud of it. Uh, back to the horrific, evil story. Authorities said they determined that the collie in the clips from April and May was the same pet investigators found when they searched his home. They also said they found the backpack and an iPad shown in the trail cam pictures. I'm done. I'm dead. You don't understand. I do it to blow off steam, Matsukas said, or Matsukas told Rangers from the Pennsylvania Department of Conservation and Natural Resources, who arrived with a search warrant on June 9th, according to WTAJ. He begged the Rangers to shoot him, Fox 43 reported, citing the charging documents. Cameras that caught Matsukas were being used to find out who was stealing hand sanitizer at the state park, statecollege.com reported. So Jesus fucking Christ, this is a lot to uh, lot to unpack, mm -hmm. but probably the craziest part of this very crazy story is that the only reason that this dog fucker got caught was that some park rangers set up trail camps to catch a hand sanitizer thief. Imagine checking your SD card for evidence of petty theft and finding a guy banging his dog, and then figuring out based on his license plates that he is a tenured professor of chemical engineering at the local university. Uh, and during the- It's Penn State, how bad could it be? During the investigation, they also found that um, nearby private campgrounds 
had been capturing similar footage on their trail cams for the past nine years. Jesus. Like, oh yeah, there's a guy. We've seen him do some weird stuff. Why? Why do you ask? So, yeah. Well, I'm at the very least, I'm glad he got caught. Uh, eventually. Uh, I don't know what else to say. There's no other silver lining here. Thank goodness someone was stealing hand sanitizer. The craziest thing is I checked this guy's Rate My Professor's profile, and he had uh, four out of five stars. Seems to seems to have been really good at his job. No so. steam. Yeah, uh, he was he blew off steam when he needed to. He just did it in a, the wrong way. Well, surely this will be the last terrible thing that comes out of Penn State. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this guy, he's toast. His life is over. Yeah, he correctly uh, said the right thing. Yeah, this is not something you can live down. You are... You are the Penn State dog fucker now, which fortunately for the dog fucker, it's still not even close to being the most fucked up and scandalous thing to come out of Penn State in recent years. So he's got that going for him, at least when people Google fucked up shit that happened to Penn State. He's like at least number two. Yeah. At least he doesn't have like a statue to tear down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good riddance. Throw away the key forever. Bury him under the prison. Just get him out of my sight. And get this man away from any dogs that he comes into contact with. Yeah, get this dog to a loving family. But in other sickening news, over at Harvard, this nation's most prestigious academy of higher education. Harvard. They're, they're in the midst of a scandal that harkens back to the days of its founding 400 years ago. Back when buying and selling dead bodies was just a normal thing that people did. Hey, no big deal. You using that? No, you're dead. Give me. Easy as Different pie. times. It was a different time, folks. Yeah. When they say make America great again, that's what they're talking about. We're going to start selling bodies in the black market. Here's NBC Boston. A group of people... <laughs> a group of people stole and sold off human remains from Harvard Medical School's morgue, federal prosecutors say, with a grand jury indicting the morgue's manager and his wife, among others. The body parts stealing scheme stretched from 2018 to early 2023, according to a complaint filed in federal court in Scranton, Pennsylvania where one of the defendants lives. What is going on in Pennsylvania? It's a good question. Another defendant runs a store called Cat's Creepy Creations in Peabody, Massachusetts, that was searched in March. Cedric Lodge, the morgue manager, is accused of letting buyers come into the morgue to pick what remains they wanted to buy, then stealing parts of donated cadavers like brains, skin, and bones, taking them to his home in New Hampshire, and shipping them to buyers through the mail. Uh, More from that article. The federal complaint depicts a busy black market in human remains facilitated by the lodges, who allegedly took body parts before they were scheduled to be cremated. In 2020, McLean allegedly paid $600 for two desiccated faces she picked up at the school's morgue from Cedric Lodge. Months later, Taylor, who is from West Lawn, Pennsylvania, sent Denise Lodge $200 with a memo that said, Brains! What the fuck? According to the complaint. In all, Taylor, 46, is accused of sending the lodges over $37,000 for human remains. The FBI confirmed in March that agents searched two locations in Peabody, including Cat's Creepy Creations. The Bureau didn't comment on the search at the time. The shop sells horror and macabre-themed oddities. Multiple posts on the Cat's Creepy Creations Instagram page depict what it says are human skulls, including one from February 2020 that says, If you're in the market for human bones, hit me up! I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Nope, but if you die on this planet, they're going to sell your fucking body parts to these weirdos. 
this isn't like this is fucked up. This isn't even like the most fucked up thing that's happened to bodies over the years from like medical schools. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's uh... or even funeral homes. Wasn't it there one that was just like kind of tossing them in the back for a while? Yeah, just yeah, that was like Arizona. I I, I can't remember. uh... But yeah, there's a human remains have been desecrated for far too long. When when I died, literally just vaporized me. Yeah, I like the, the, the trash. I like the planting with a seed, your ashes or whatever, in a in a seedling, and then you you grow a tree out of you. Yeah. Before I wanted to get launched into space, and now I'm like, nah. Fe- I, I can go back to, me to an orca. Yes. They need the the calories. Yeah, chum me up. <laughs> chum me up. Take give me, give them a taste for human take flesh. Take me out to sea and just throw me in the water. Yeah. Yes. Give them the thing they've been craving this whole time. But once they get a taste of to me, try. they're gonna be wanting everybody else. That's right. Yep. That's, uh, that'll be my lasting legacy. Yeah. That's I right. Taught the orcas how to, to kill. kill. Yep. So of course this is awful. Just terrible. And a stain on the Harvard legacy. I, I tell you what. Nothing bad will ever happen at Harvard again. Uh, anyways, keep in mind, all of these body parts that were sold to these weirdos were from people who chose to donate their bodies to science upon their deaths, which is a very noble and good thing that is essential to the training of doctors. Um, also, there's, if you want to read up to read up on it, um, you will find out that, unfortunately, in a lot of cases... doesn't always who, go to uh, medical schools. Yeah. People who donate their bodies sometimes um, get blown up in military exercises just to see what happens. Yeah, that was a couple years ago. People were like, oh, uh, Grandma died, and uh, it's so good that she donated her body to science. And then um, they found out, like, years later, like, yeah. So it turns out the mil- U.S. military was just kind of, like, shooting that body and throwing grenades at it to yeah, see, what, see what, shrapnel see what does. would fucking happen. It's- yeah, we're nuts uh, here. Yeah, so anybody that's looking to donate their body to science probably thinking twice about that decision these days, and mm-hmm. uh, rightfully so, which is unfortunate because again, we uh, the world does need bodies. We do, but now you gotta you're just gonna wonder like who who who's got that body? What are they using it for? Yeah, I'm gonna throw an air tag in mine. <laughs> <laughs> Gulp. Yeah, you track me. You find out where my body is. And if it's like Cat's Creepy Creations, luckily she didn't spell her business name with three Ks. That would have added a whole different angle to this. But uh, if you find me at Cat's Creepy Creations, you call the police. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of the KKK. Yeah, uh, we could all use a palate cleanser yeah. after these stories. So um, here's some news that's actually pretty uplifting for multiple reasons. It's a story about a cop who's in the news not for terrorizing the local community or anything like that. He's in the news because he fucking hates Nazis and seems to really enjoy making fun of them. Uh, We've previously talked about Sheriff Mike Chitwood of Volusia County, Florida, who a few months back got very publicly pissed off about a white supremacist group called the Goyam Defense League waving anti-Semitic banners and leaving anti-Semitic flyers on people's doorsteps in his community. Uh, Just very odd. Uh, A somewhat seemingly decent cop in the state of Florida of all places. Yeah, it's, it's, this guy does, like, genuinely, I like, I like his energy on here. I'm not gonna cast judgment on him as a person, but he really seems to enjoy uh, fucking with Nazis. Yeah, you do love to see it. And And he's, he's, he's a Florida cop, but he's from Philly, so he's got that Philadelphia energy. Well, as we said before, a number of fucked up things happening in Philadelphia right now. He left. Yeah. He's like, I need to get out of this. The I-95's falling down. Yeah. Uh, professors are going haywire. Yeah. Anyways, the sheriff held a, a, pr- a press conferences identifying the group's members' faces and names 
laughed off the fact that internet Nazi randos were calling for his assassination and was quoted in the press addressing the Goyam Defense League's leader saying, excuse my French, but fuck you, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, and then one of those internet randos was successfully identified and arrested for his threats and was shocked to learn that adding the words in Minecraft to the end of a death threat does not make it any less of a death threat in the eyes of the legal system. Uh, So, yeah, tweeting out a picture of the man being arrested, the sheriff captioned the image with, What a shame. A 4chan troll has to come out of his room. (laughs) As he's being led led away in handcuffs. Yeah. And meanwhile, two other people have also been arrested for death threats against Chitwood in the last few months. So that brings us to today. Uh, The GDL, for some reason, continues to antagonize Sheriff Mike Chitwood, and he continues to treat them like the losers they are. Here is the Daytona Beach News Journal. Members of an anti-Semitic hate group are demanding that Volusia Sheriff Mike Chitwood pay them $100,000 in gold and apologize for calling them scumbags in notices that resemble a lawsuit but are not. The members of the Goyam Defense League, a group that has littered Volusia County neighborhoods with anti-Semitic flyers, also want the sheriff to remove tweets about his scumbag eradication team t-shirts. The shirts depict the sheriff flushing some people, including one person with a swastika tattoo on his leg, down a toilet. (laughs) John E. Minadio II, identified by the Anti-Defamation League as the leader of the GDL, was one of four members who filed the notices. He complained he was targeted because the t-shirts depict sunglasses similar to his own next to the toilet. The t-shirts also show an appendage with the letters GDL on it. It's a cool shirt, too. I wore my Florida shirt today. Oh, yeah. More animals uh, coming on, on land to... Is that an alligator eating Ron DeSantis? Can't say that. You can't say that out loud. In Minecraft? Yes. <laughs> anyway, Sheriff Chitwood responded to this uh, fake lawsuit with a video, most of which we aren't going to show you because it is literally, it's just footage of these GDL fucking dickheads harassing people in public and saying basically every, every slur imaginable. Um, but here's the part where he responds to the fake lawsuit. Our punk, thug, cowardly scumbags... The bunch of rogues gallery criminals are at it again, as you saw in this video. So what their tactic is to mash the races, they filed a complaint against me with the Department of Justice, which went nowhere. They filed an ethics complaint against me, which is going nowhere. So now they have filed a frivolous lawsuit, furthermore, telling me I have no right to hold a press conference to talk about their group, and they're demanding $100,000. So here's the way I look at it. Like you... And your organization, you're a bunch of pieces of shit. So here's what I think of your lawsuit. The master race. This is the best you got. Videos, leaflets, flyers, bogus lawsuits, bogus complaints. What a bunch of assholes. To acknowledge that we received this piece of crap on paper with misspelled words, you're so intelligent. We will be mailing one of these to each one of you who filed the lawsuit. And basically it says, Mike Chitwood hurt my feelings. So here's a, here's a shot for you to suck on the pacifier because that's about all you're going to get from your lawsuit. What a bunch of pieces of shit. So, yeah, this, this guy's probably our favorite cop in the entire, entire country. It, it is a very low bar. But, yeah, dedicating so much of your job to making sure Nazis know that they are not welcome in your community, even after receiving multiple calls for your assassination, it's awesome. You'll love to see it. I love the energy. Yeah. And the community, from what I can tell, seems seems to like this guy. As far as sheriffs go, he seems okay. Yeah, I guess. And that's the last bad thing we heard out of Volusia County. Right? 
No, almost certainly not. No. Uh, it's well, Florida. We do have the headlines half of this show coming up, but first, it's time to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Factor. Now that it's summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for sunny, active days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. Too busy with summer plans to cook but want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Then get back outside and soak up the warm weather. Looking for calorie-conscious options this summer? Try delicious, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer? Try Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. Elevate eating at home with their new upscale Surf and Turf and guess what? Surf and Surf oh, hell meal yeah. options. Uh, like roasted garlic filet mignon and shrimp and Cajun spiced shrimp and salmon. Choose from 34-plus chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options featuring premium ingredients such as broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. Get that seafood while you can, folks. It might be getting a lot harder for those fishermen they to do their jobs. They will be defending it, yeah. Uh, plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons, including breakfast items like the delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato, bacon, and egg breakfast skillet. Or, for an easy wellness boost, Try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. This June, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. You know what one of my favorites is? I gotta say it again. Chicken Tetrazzini. Chicken Tetrazzini. Yeah. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash weeklyweird50 and use code weeklyweird50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code weeklyweird50 at factormeals.com slash weeklyweird50 to get 50% off your first box. This episode is also sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. We all shop online. We've all seen that promo code field taunting us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. I recently got some headphones for the old PS5. Haven't mm. needed them in a while, but uh, I got a Diablo for it so I can lay down like a lazy scumbag and yeah. play with friends. Couldn't talk to them correctly. Had to get some headphones. Found a 15% off coupon. 15% off. Yeah. There we go. That's, that's money in the bank. Yes. Honey doesn't just work on desktop. It works on your iPhone, too. Just activate it on Safari, on your phone, and save on the go. That's how I do it. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting our show. We would never recommend something we don't use, so get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com weird. That is joinhoney.com weird. And now for the headlines half of the show with uh, just the best, wildest, wettest, uh, funniest headlines from sloppiest. around. Sloppiest. Sloppiest uh, headlines from around the world. Yeah. Starting with Titanic asteroid the size of... 84 orcas what? to pass Earth on Monday, according to NASA. Wow. We're just using orcas as a unit of measurement now. And uh, what to, I thought to initially... To appease them. Listen. <laughs> it's also Titanic-sized. Yeah. It's the size of the Titanic, which is also the size of 84 orcas. I feel like the Titanic was probably bigger than 84 orcas. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Although, it's not... 
you know, you look back at pictures, and you have, have you ever seen the comparisons of the Titanic versus a cruise ship yeah, today? Yeah, very small versus like one of those uh, Royal Caribbean cruises today that's like 10 floors high. Yeah. And, uh, if you saw the Titanic today, it'd be like seeing your favorite actor in person. Yeah. You'd be oh, like, kind of smaller than I imagined. Yeah, I don't like him at all. Yeah, I, I thought they could fit a lot more orcas on that thing. Uh huh. But it looks like only about 84 orcas. Yeah. Could you imagine if <laughs> they had orcas ready to save all those people? Uh, yeah, no, a Titanic would not have been a tragedy if the orcas had been in the neighborhood. What if this asteroid is like, did something with the Earth's gravitational pull and that's what's causing the orcas to like, maybe they're trying to warn us. Yeah, I mean, it does seem like they're trying to send a message and it's not coming across, but, um... And that bear didn't tell anyone what they said. Yeah, that he bear... He kept his mouth shut. That bear, okay, so that bear, that was also in Florida, which yeah. I didn't even know had bears, but, uh... uh yeah, yeah, but... Uh, it, I don't know how it got in the ocean. So I, yeah, I looked into that and like, they're like, yeah, it's not, it's unusual for the bear to come to shore in like a populated beach. But I guess they're like, yeah, when bears, like once they leave the the family, once they're like old enough to go off on their own, like in Florida, at least a lot of them, they just head out to like the little islands looking for food. And yeah, like, true. they're really good swimmers. They'll, they'll go like 10 miles out to sea. Yeah. It's just so funny that this week of all weeks, a bear comes running out from the ocean and they're like, wait, what? What does he know? Yeah, he was it. The bear was an ambassador for the sea mammals. Yeah, the, the delegation of sea man or uh, land mammals. Yes, uh, uh, our our brethren in the seas. They have something to say that's uh, very important. Yes, let's send a bear. I will gather the panthers. Yeah, it's, we will uh, stage an attack. The panthers and the gators are on our side. I think that would be a crazy way for the world to go out. Just I, all all best. of all the animals finally uh, rising up against yep. uh, the one animal that's made this planet objectively worse. It's all because some someone hit P-22 with their car. Uh, yeah. That was the last straw. <laughs> that was. White Gladys got a little notification. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Did you see the mammal Twitter? They said P-22 <laughs> got fucking hit by a car. Yo, I love mammal Twitter. Now there's, now there's no more mountain lions in the entire, like, uh, L.A. Basin. That this we is have not to do something stand. about that. <laughs> they keep touching fucking baby bison in Yellowstone. Yeah, that's the thing. That this has coincided with more and more humans fucking with animals. Yeah. So they're sending signals. They have they operate on a wavelength that we can't even acknowledge. I, I mean, whales literally do. Also, the alien stuff that's coming now, like things are getting pretty exciting. Yeah. What if it? What if it's like the aliens? They can't like physically get all the way to Earth, but they've figured out some sort of remote, like, uh, remote control process where they can th get the animals to do their bidding. My theory, aliens came to Earth. It w everything here is just an animal to them. Yeah. They saw humans, they're like, well, these things are dumb. And they're let's, disgusting. Let's go talk, let's go talk to the whales. They're smart. Yeah, these things and are the badass. Orcas. They eat whatever the fuck they want. They yeah. can jump like 50 feet in the air. Yeah, start small. They got start fake eyes. Ripping off some rudders and then we'll go from there. Yeah. We'll send exciting. a bear out there. Things are heating up. I'm very excited to see where this goes. As far as, you know, end of the world hypotheses, I'm all aboard the animals taking back what's theirs. Yeah. They had no choice. Well, now they do have now a choice. Now they do have a choice. Watch out. Yeah. Father fakes his own death to teach family a lesson, then shows up at funeral in a helicopter. This is... That's why you always leave a note. This is insane. <laughs> I don't know like how legit this is because this is some TikTok guy yeah. in Belgium or whatever. So yeah, this, like, is, this feels staged. But it does, it seems like, so according according to the story, it's like he got his like wife and children to like 
act like he died, like post about it on social media and then at the funeral. Yeah, I don't know why he needed to use a helicopter. He could just pulled up in a car, but the helicopter for greater effect. And like, he, yeah, he did it to teach his like extended family a lesson because they never call anymore. Well, they'll certainly never call again. Yeah, this is this is this is not the gesture I would respond well to if this was like one of my extended family members. You know, I was briefly sad, but now I wish you were dead. Yeah. I'm all, I'm I've done all my mourning. So you are dead to me. It would have been funny if the helicopter crashed. That would have been ironic. Yes, just a little too ironic. Yeah. But uh, you know, I guess lesson learned. Yeah, I, I'm sure everyone in attendance learned a valuable lesson. You know, uh, you know, hug, hug, hug people when you can, because you never know when they're gonna fake their death. This isn't even like think they're dead. He, he didn't even get to experience uh, others' grief for his body. Yeah, you would think he would sit in a trench coat in the back with sunglasses. Yeah, do on. the the Tom Sawyer, yeah. or is it the Huck Finn? I can never remember. Mm-hmm. One of them faked their funeral though. Yeah. You just sit back and watch. But speaking of dead people who aren't dead, woman declared dead knocks on coffin during her own wake in Ecuador. It gave us all a fright. Next thing you know, my body was being shipped over to Cat's Creepy Corner. Yeah, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Some weirdo with tattoos all over her arms. I'm still alive. No, I paid $30,000 for this body. Yeah, this. I don't know how this happened, but... uh... It sounds like it, they, they kind of fast-tracked this funeral. They're like, all right, she's dead. Send her to the funeral home. Yeah. Funeral in a couple hours. Let's go. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it turns out not so dead. So they're looking into how that uh, how that happened. Not dead yet. Whoops. Hey, but it's a good thing you're alive, isn't it? Bring out your dead. <laughs> Whew. This is why they used to put bells in people's graves. Yeah. We need to go this back to This used to, to happen graves. a lot. Yeah. Viral video of deer eating a snake isn't as weird as you might think. Oh. Okay, because I thought it was pretty weird. Yeah, Man, I'm sure they do this more than we know, but seeing it on camera was certainly startling. Yeah, we can't show it to you because it's one of those viral hog videos. But yeah, it's just a guy like driving. He sees a, a deer and it's just like, just doing that thing. Just, mm-hmm. just eating a full fucking snake. And yeah, this article, it's like, um, actually, deers eat a lot of weird shit. Um, they're mostly scavengers, but they'll kind of take what they can get. They did The most horrifying thing they described, though, is like the only things that like, the only other living things that deers have been known to actually like kill for food is like baby chickens. Mm. Like they'll just go right up and like bite their heads Another off. Another classic viral video is that horse eating the chick. Oh God, yeah, it's <laughs> yummy. I don't like it. No, I uh... Uh, also they found uh, dead people have been discovered in the wilderness being like eaten by deers. They love the taste of human meat. Yeah, uh, that's they probably they were like, oh my God. Call up our friends, the orcas. This is pretty good. Yeah, and they were like, hey, you know uh, Uncle Buck who uh, got hit by that car, splayed out on the road? Well, we got our revenge. One of those humans came into the woods, and we got him good with our antlers and feast upon his corpse. That's right. Uncle Buck being a uh, reference to Buck's deer, not not the John Candy Yeah, I was like, what? Okay. Just a coincidence. Yeah. He makes a big flapjack. He does. Mm-hmm. Family finds one million copper pennies while cleaning out Los Angeles home. Yeah, that's, uh, it's $10,000, which always fun when you find $10,000. Might be worth more just melted down for the copper. 
Uh, yeah, because they are original copper pennies. I don't know. They they haven't figured out what to do with it. No bank wants it because they're of like, that's too many pennies. It's like, and also they found it in some house, They some hoarder house they were clearing out. And it was like way deep in the basement. Each bag, which is probably like, I don't know, $50 is yeah. like so heavy. And just every, every place they called up, they're like, do not show up with those pennies. We yeah. don't want the pennies. There was a, did you read the part about how there's in... There's some penny that's worth like an outrageous amount of money. They yeah. spent about an hour looking for it. We're yeah, like, this like sucks. A million Who pennies. Cares? Like, it's not even worth it to look for an eight hundred thousand dollar penny. Yeah, in this giant. It's pile. Another thing, like, uh, yeah, like one. If you if you looked at every penny for one second, like they would one million seconds is like years nonstop. And you can't even take a second because you have to like look for one of those little. It's just, like a specific year yeah. stamp, everything. So yeah, it's like, I would just melt it down. Yeah. Just leave it outside. Someone will make quick work of it. Yeah. I mean, there are ways to get rid of this. They were like posting on like Facebook Marketplace for like $25,000, which is like more than double what the actual monetary value of it is. It's like. But you get to own a million pennies. I guess. Yeah. You could swim around in it like Scrooge McDuck, which does not work. And I guess they found out the guy, the guy who was hoarding all these pennies, like he started doing it right before or right like. Right when they announced that they were switching from copper to zinc for pennies, he's oh, like, "Oh, not me! Like, oh, I'm gonna, <laughs> he's gonna be worth something someday. One cent for that much copper." I wonder how many millennials, because I had one. I don't know where the hell it is. Probably spent. My parents probably popped them all out. But uh, did you ever get the map when they started doing the state quarters? Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't have the map. But yeah, I do like those state quarters. Yeah. Well, they keep releasing them, but back right. then they were like, "We're gonna do fifty of these." Yeah. You're going to have to randomly find them. You're going to fill out that map. It's a fun, yeah. fun little uh, thing for everyone to do. And uh, yeah, it was a big thing. Big thing back then. Things were a lot more boring before the internet. Yeah. We yeah. collected coins. Can you imagine? <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Yankees broadcaster hit by foul ball continues calling game. And as you can assume, most broadcasters are pretty old. Yeah, this guy's like 85. Yeah. He got hit by uh, Justin Turner. Uh oh! Yeah, fear the beard. So, so he, and he's on the Red Sox. So this yes. is equally yeah. bad for uh, a Yankee fan. Also, this guy, this announcer, he this isn't even the first time he got hit by a foul ball. Hmm. It happened like five years ago. Someone else hit him with a foul ball. Like, what are the fucking odds? This guy's. A I guess if you're at every single game and you are like directly behind yeah. home plate, like I've seen it happen still. at Dodger Stadium, but like so saw, Oral Hershiser is okay. Vince Scully. Oh! <laughs> That's what killed him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Finally, one last, uh, one last misfortune. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I can imagine this happens quite often. I was at a game the other day, an Angel game. I wanted to see Shohei Otani, and uh, the other team, they hit a home run, and I was in the cheap seats, and just one row over, the guy got it, threw it back into the field, <laughs> immediately arrested, arrested, early, like es- escorted out, like oh, immediately. For- they were so fucking fast with it. That's weird because like ten security guards. I've seen it happen a bunch of times where nothing really happens. But I've also seen the best one was the guy. I think it was this season, like one of the first games. A guy ran out onto the field during the seventh inning stretch to propose to his. Uh, oh yeah, just boom, and got just trucked. Just yeah. it looked so painful. Full speed, like shoulder yeah. lean in, just boom. And she said yes. Well. Uh, in sickness and in health, baby. And, and apparently, like, it's like, you know what we love doing? Going to Dodger games together. You know what we're never going to yeah, be able you to are, do ever sir, again? Yeah, you are banned for life. 
or at least for a couple of years. Yeah. So Silly. hope it was worth it. Well, with those prices, maybe he needs to be banned. It's uh, you're gonna go broke paying for these Dodger games all it the used time. To, these used days. to be you could get a ticket for five dollars uh-huh. for a game, uh, a day game. Can't even park for less than thirty dollars. What happened days? in this country? <sighs> Some Taylor Swift fans are reporting amnesia after going to her concert. Yeah, that happens. It does. It's an interesting phenomenon. Um, I've definitely experienced this at like shows that I don't remember I was shit. Super excited for, but like, yeah, it comes from like this weird thing that happens to your ability to form memories when you are having a really, really good time. Yes. Uh, and like are very in the moment. Your brain's allowing you to enjoy at full effect. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard to retain memories in that kind of state. I've been to many concerts where like I checked the set list like the next day and I was like, I don't fucking remember like half these songs. And these are I love these songs, but yeah. it's just like, uh, yeah, you're like, there's very, very weird. I never remember like the songs. I remember like things that the artist said in between songs yeah. or something or if they brought out a guest or something. Um, but yeah, very strange phenomena. I see how these women, they're, you know, they put on their diapers to go poop at the Taylor Swift concert and they don't even fucking remember it. Paid thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was it worth it? Probably. Probably. I heard it's quite a spectacle. Yeah. Yeah. Eras. Pro-Trump pastor suggests Christians should be suicide bombers. We are getting very close to... It's not uh, not heading in a good direction. No. Yeah, this guy, he's like, you know why the Muslim... A religious extremist is a religious extremist. This is like a televangelist, like not some fringe... I mean... He's fringe, but... but Yeah, he's like, you know why... He has a platform. The Muslims, they've been so successful over these past few years because they are willing to die for their faith. They're willing to put on a suicide vest. I need to see that energy from Christians. It's like, what? Excuse me? Not healthy. Not Not, a good way. We are not a healthy country. Not good. No, not very good at all. Please, animals, take us out. Yeah, um, orcas, you know, fire away. Modelo tops Bud Light as the top-selling beer in the U.S. in May. Probably not the exact outcome that that, uh, conservatives were hoping for. Yeah, uh, in our quest to make beer less woke, we have made a foreign Mexican beer from south of the border, the most popular beer in America. Mm -hmm. This is interesting because, like, among that class of, like, lager, interchangeable lager beers, uh, Modelo has kind of become my go-to over the last year. I couldn't tell you why. I like the can, and uh, I don't know. That's about it. Mo- Modelo and like maybe PBR. Those are my two like piss beer go-tos. Also Coors Banquet. That's a good one. And Coors Light. Coors and Edge. And Bud Light. The, the non-alcoholic Coors Edge. So you're edging for some booze. Like mm. straight edge. You can still drink beer, but there's no alcohol. <laughs> Coors <in it>. Edge. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like, uh, people were incorrect about this, but it's, uh, a lot of people were laughing. They're like, it's the same company. Because there is only, like, ten companies in the mm-hmm. world that own all the beer companies. But, uh, when, when, <laughs> when, uh, AB a- a- InBev bought Grupo Modelo, like, five years ago, but to avoid antitrust scrutiny, they spun off, uh, Modelo's U.S. operations to a new company. Mm. So I think they still make money off of Modelo, but not directly. But in any case, if you want to boycott one beer, you kind of have to boycott all of them. Sorry, that's how it works. That's the uh, free market, baby. I've been enjoying the uh, De La Calle Tepache. It's uh, like a... I don't think uh, I've had that one. It's, no, it's, a, it's like a... There's no, obviously no alcohol yeah. in it, but it's like a fermented fruit drink. 
Oh. It's really good. They have like, I think my favorite is, is uh, like a, mango chili. It's like a kombucha? Huh? Does it taste uh, like a kombucha? It's, no, it's it's like more sweet than that. But wow. uh, they're also way too expensive. So like a beer, I only have it every once in a while. I don't drink beer anymore at all. But like even, you have to space them out. They're like $4 a can for mm. like a can. That's too much. Sponsor the show, Tapache de la Calle. Come on. De Blasio shares regrets over groundhog death in new in, in new interview. Don't make me hold a fucking groundhog. Yeah, I didn't know about this. This is like nine years ago, but uh, former New York Mayor Bill de Blasio went to some Groundhog Day celebration and uh, dropped a groundhog. And then the groundhog ended up dying a few years, few or a few days later. And the zoo that provided the groundhog did like this whole cover up thing where they were like, no, the groundhog's still alive. We swear. And then it finally is like, okay, yeah, the groundhog died. These right politicians after. getting away with everything. But yeah, de Blasio, now that he's uh, free of all his political shackles, he did yeah. this interview and they're like, all right, so we, we got to ask you about the groundhog. Like, He's like, yeah, no, it's fucked up. I showed up at like 7 a.m. I was barely awake. I was like, oh, I'm just going to take some pictures of the groundhog thing. And then they hand me this fucking groundhog. And I'm like, I don't know anything about groundhogs. Why are you handing me a groundhog? Yeah. This isn't right. I don't know what to do. Am I supposed to squeeze it? I'm supposed to, and then and then the groundhog falls. No, so you're not supposed to squeeze it. And uh, yeah, it's tragic, but um, we all learned a valuable lesson. Yeah, I mean, I feel like your average person, if you handed them a groundhog, they'd probably and do something stupid. This is why well. the animals are coming after us. Okay, right? people, yeah, that's, that's what we've been trying to get to this whole time. That was trending on uh, mammal Twitter as well. Like, like you see this, fucking, this guy? fucking human, this heartless human, just viciously. Throwing an innocent groundhog on the ground. Yeah. Killing it. Just yet another atrocity. We deserve it. We deserve the hate that the orcas are throwing our They're going to storm our beaches. It's going to be like D-Day. Yeah. A finsurrection. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Weekly Weird News. If you haven't seen it already, we got a new episode of News Dump about Donald Trump stiffing a restaurant. Hey, free food for everybody. Bye-bye. And also a big... Ticketmaster update that is actually fucking nothing. And it is maddening to see it constantly reported on the past two days that it is something other than what it actually is, which is essentially nothing. Anyways, we have that. And we also have an entire episode about the backstory, the now story, and the predictions of the future on Reddit's big problem. And it doesn't seem like it's ending anytime soon. So if you need a refresher, check that out. Both episodes are up. Remember to like the video because this one's fucked. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.